Right now we're off to Canberra. Michael Packey's the national political editor for Nine Radio and joins us on 5AA Breakfast. Michael, good morning to you. Good morning. So, Pack, no surprises. Uh, interest rate rise number 10. It sounds like it's a lock for later today, yeah? Yeah, look, uh, I think that's definitely locked and loaded. Uh, there will be a quarter of a percent in- interest rate uh, rise uh, today. I can't see uh, them pausing on interest rates. It's going to mean that the official cash rate is going to be uh, 3.6%, and that's uh, the highest level uh, since uh, 2012. Uh, essentially, what it means, I think, for most households, is that if you've got the an average mortgage, which they say is about $750,000, it's going to basically add $1,500 a month to those uh, repayments on that $750,000 mortgage. So that's uh, $1,500 which is not being spent in uh, the broader community and you are already starting to see people uh, really uh, tighten their belts. I think what's going to be interesting this time around, uh, Will and Dave, is um, the statement that the Reserve Bank releases after it makes its announcement. So we can pretty much say that there is going to be this quarter of percent interest rate rise uh, today, but it's what they're going to do in the months ahead. Are they going to start pausing and uh, essentially see how things go and potentially consider the next interest rate rise well down the track rather than, you know, uh, you've got one in March, you hope that there's not going to be one in April and May. So they'll, give a, they'll wait a couple of months to see what's going on. Where do you see the politics of this playing out, Michael? Because there's been periods in history where oppositions have been smashed over their alleged ineptitude at managing the economy, thinking there about Mark Latham in 2004, mm. where Howard started the campaign saying, ask yourself, who do you trust to keep interest rates low? Yep. Conversely, when rates started going up at the end of 07, Mr Howard was voted out on the back of the Rudd juggernaut. Mm. Does it suit Albo and Jim Chalmers to have Philip Lowe painted as the bogeyman of rate hikes because it lets the government off the hook for its role in driving up in- inflationary pressure? Yeah, I do. I think that that's uh, 100% uh, correct. Of course, it suits the government to have uh, the Reserve Bank Governor, Philip Lowe, to be seen as uh, the bogeyman. But, but at the same time, they'll say, oh, but the Reserve Bank is uh, independent. It's they, they decide what it is that they uh, do when it comes uh, to rates. But you, we've also seen this, I think, a bit of a, a little bit of confusion from uh, the government on this issue. Uh, you've got people like uh, the Prime Minister and Jim Chalmers trying to say, well, it's all the Reserve Bank's uh, fault. But then you've got other people in uh, the government, such as the Assistant Treasurer, Stephen Jones, suggesting uh, that uh, Philip Lowe needs to pull his head in and stop raising uh, interest rates. Mm. And and it's like he's interfering in that decision-making process. And, of course, uh, the opposition, especially during question time, uh, they've really uh, hit onto it, saying, well, you know, uh, since uh, Labor has uh, won the election in May last year, there's been uh, nine interest rate rises and there's going to be uh, potentially a tenth uh, today. And, of course, uh, it's, it's a hard one for Albanese and Jim Chalmers to really combat because uh, there have been all of these interest rate rises. And, uh, you know, what are they doing to try and uh, manage the cost of living, living other than saying, oh, well, you know, we're going to try and keep energy prices down. We're going to try and keep uh, childcare fees down and that sort of thing. I don't know that that cuts it. And people, especially the ones that are reining in their spending and are doing it tough, want someone to blame. So they're obviously going to blame the government and I think to a certain extent the Reserve Bank.
The opposition also went in, Michael, on the superannuation changes in question time, specifically asking a few about yep. the indexation. Do we expect a new front to be opened on in that battle this week, or do does rates dominate all? I think rates will dominate definitely today, but I think that superannuation is a battle that uh, the opposition still wants to uh, have. Uh, They believe it's a broken election promise, and I think the opposition had a bit of a win yesterday. It took a while, but I think they did have a bit of a win. What we were hearing for most of uh, yesterday, that only 99... 0.5% of the population would not be affected by these changes to superannuation, and that is doubling the tax rate for people with super balances above $3 million, and it doesn't kick in until 2025. But what happened very late in question time yesterday is that the Treasurer revealed uh, that by 2055 uh, that uh, 10% of earners, so 10% of people with a super uh, with superannuation are going to be affected. So we've gone from you know about half percent, half a percent of the population being affected, uh, maybe in the medium term. But as the decades roll on, more people are going to be affected. And this is the point that the opposition has been making: that once you, these sorts of changes start, well, you know, more people and younger people are going to be affected down the track. Just to wrap it up pack as well. Um, mm. Poll out today showing uh, mm. support slipping for The Voice. The Voice. What do you think's behind that? And do you think maybe part of it is, is all of the cost of living talk around at the moment? I actually think that that's true, uh, Pembo. I do think that some people are saying, look, you know, I'm worried about my job. I'm worried about paying my mortgage. Um, I'm worried about, you know, putting food on the table. And it seems that... Uh, uh, the government is worried about uh, trying to get this Indigenous voice to Parliament passed. Uh, I do think that there's some of that probably at a psychological level. And also, I think that people don't under, still don't understand what it actually is and what it means and all that sort of thing. I also do think that there is people that are starting to say, OK, we're hearing about the voice but how is it going to work? How is it going to make a difference? I think that people are starting to question that. And what I think is interesting about the news poll uh, that's out today is that it's younger people and Labor voters, which have traditionally been backing The Voice, that, it, that their support for it is starting to slip away. And I do think that uh, uh, people either want more detail and also people think, you know, I've got more important things to worry about. I haven't really got time to think about this. Mm, interesting stuff. Good on you, Michael. Michael Packy there um, uh, in Canberra. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Michael is, of course, the national political editor for Nine Radio. David Penberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.